Welcome to the first Ask Dan Windows of 2016. This week we're going to talk about the future of Windows 10 Mobile, what I liked most about CES, and maybe even a little bit about that Surface phone. Stay tuned. Do you consider CES a win, a lose, or a draw for Microsoft? I do consider CES to be a win for Microsoft, not so much for them because they weren't really there. They were in the background, of course, but it was mostly about their partners, HP, Lenovo, Dell, Acer, and others. Basically looked really good. There was a lot of great Ultrabooks announced. Very excited for those coming in the spring. We didn't see too much in the way of Windows 10 Mobile. We did see something from Acer as well as Alcatel OneTouch, but we'll see later on this year as well as Mobile World Congress. But by comparison, CES actually was not a great show this year. Basically a lot of people were disappointed and a lot of things like IOT and a lot of the sort of gimmicky drone stuff that came out. So actually Windows 10 and the laptops looked really good by comparison. So yeah, Microsoft did very well. What do you think is the best 13-inch Windows Ultrabook for productivity besides the Microsoft Surface Book or Surface Pro 4? So this is an excellent question and it's very tough to answer. Probably one I won't be able to actually give you an answer right now. Part of the problem is at CES we saw a lot of announcements of new Ultrabooks that will be coming out around February and March this year. So I kind of want to reserve judgment until I get my hands on those. Having actually sampled them a little bit CES, I can say HP has a strong lineup coming out as does Lenovo. I'm very excited about the X1 Yoga that is now coming out. Uh, and Dell's XPS 13 still looks phenomenal. I'm testing right now the latest version and they're actually updating that even a little bit more by adding Iris Pro graphics to the high end. So there's a lot of great Ultrabooks out there but I would look at HP, Lenovo, and Dell as to what they're doing and basically wait a few months before we get those reviews out but there's a lot of good choices coming out there. It's really hard to decide. Everybody has their advantage. Don't forget, Razer 2 announced their own gaming notebook that's coming out, which was also fantastic to hold. So if you're into gaming, you want to look at that. If you're more into productivity, HP and Lenovo, I think you're go-to bets. And if you're just a regular consumer, you can't go wrong with the Dell XPS 13. Are there any successors to the Lumia 950 and XL this year, or just the Surface Phone? Okay, so another Surface Phone question. I'm sure we'll be getting a lot of these over the next few months. Since we don't really know much about that device, it's just going to be very high-end is all we know. It's kind of hard to say anything else about it. Uh, regarding the 950 and XL, whether or not there'll be successors to it, no, I don't believe so. In fact, I don't know of any of the Lumias in development right now besides the 650, which should be out actually probably in the next few weeks. And if there's one other company besides Microsoft that can make a solid flagship phone, it's going to be Samsung. Now, Samsung has made Windows phones in the past, and they've been pretty solid devices, but their cameras were always lacking when you compare them to the Lumias. However, the Samsung Galaxy series has really upped that standard, and I would love to see a device like that basically running Windows 10 Mobile. Whether or not they're actually going to do that, I'm not so sure, but they were just tapped by Qualcomm to make the Snapdragon 820, and that could make a cool pairing for Windows Phone. But until we hear more, we'll just have to wait. How can the Windows community best promote the iOS bridge for Windows Phone in order to encourage iOS devs to take part? This is a really good question. So Microsoft's in the final stages basically of finalizing the tools for the iOS bridge. This is going to allow developers basically to port their apps from the iPhone to Windows 10 in general. That includes desktop, tablets, and phone. Now, of course, the issue is how do you get developers to know about this? We sort of presume that every iPhone developer just automatically knows, but in a lot of cases, they don't. After all, they focus mostly on the iPhone and maybe don't pay attention to what's going on with Microsoft. 
So the really good solution here is basically contact a developer, either through Twitter, email, and let them know that these bridges exist. And you'd love to see their apps come over to Windows 10. Don't forget, Microsoft just hit 200 million devices with Windows 10. And if you're an iOS developer, it's hard to ignore that. That number's only going to go up, and I imagine in six months we're probably hitting 500 million. So just contact a developer, let them know, and maybe we'll even start some campaigns at Windows Central. Can Microsoft's mobile division remain viable if they can't get the market share over 3%? And will they keep making phones? So there's always this concern that Microsoft at any point is going to abandon Windows 10 Mobile. I've said in the past, I don't think that will happen. And Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella basically said the same thing recently. It's not really about market share. It's about having that presence there and being able to complete the full spectrum of Windows 10. You can't do Windows 10 if you only have PC and tablet and Xbox, but you leave out mobile completely. Sure, they have a great app and services presence on competing platforms, but they definitely want to have Windows 10 Mobile out there and right now they kind of don't care if it's only two or three percent it's about just completing that picture so i'm not really worried at all that microsoft's going to back out a windows 10 mobile at any time they're very confident in this system and we're just going to wait and see as this pans out in 2016. do you think windows 10 mobile is finished will microsoft add more features Okay, so this question gets asked a lot by users and it's a weird one. So Windows 10 Mobile is actually not finished. That's because Windows as a service is just a thing that's going to continue on. I don't know of any operating system that's technically ever finished. iOS isn't finished either, which is why we just saw 9.0 come out, then 9.1 and 9.2. And so the same thing happens with Android. Basically, every operating system is continually evolving. Now, you can make a good argument that Windows 10 Mobile is not up to snuff compared to those platforms, and I actually agree with that. But the OS is going to be constantly updated nearly every month, and with that, new features will be coming along. Now, with Redstone coming out in 2016, there should be at least two major releases for that. And yes, you're going to see a lot of new features come on. You're going to see the OS get polished and more. So Windows 10 Mobile is definitely not finished. And what's out there right now won't be what's out there in six months either. So definitely stay tuned as these updates are going to be very interesting in 2016. Microsoft is just honing their system in right now to make these updates more frequent and more reliable. So we're just going to have to see what they release. Will Windows 10 be able to send text messages via phone like Apple's iMessage? So currently in Windows 10, you can send a text message through Cortana to your phone to other people, and that works. You also can get missed call notifications on your Windows PC from your phone. So clearly Microsoft is working on this, and yes, I think you will be able to do this, but it won't be available to probably mid-2016. But obviously Microsoft is trying to merge Skype, messaging, texting, all that into one operating system. It'll happen with phone and PC, but we'll have to wait a few more months before we see it. Any updated rumors on the Surface Phone that may or may not move away from the Nokia-style design? So another Surface Phone question. There's very little details we know about this device, including exactly when it's going to come out and what are its main features. In terms of style and design, I honestly do not know. My guess is, yeah, you're going to see it move away from the Lumia design in the past. It's going to resemble a little bit more of what we see from the Surface. That's just a guess. As far as any more rumors, the only thing I heard recently at CES is that some of these devices were being shown off in the back. Now, no one was seeing that by the press, but presumably Microsoft's partners might have. The only thing I heard was a keyboard. I don't know how true that is, if it's gonna be in the final product, but that is the latest I've heard. What happened with the enterprise peripherals like the mobile speakerphone for Skype? 
So back in October, before the Microsoft event in New York City, I wrote about the Microsoft ProClear speaker. It was a small device that was supposed to come out sometime in the fall. It was codenamed Ivana, and we saw some leaks of it earlier. Now, I've actually seen photos of this device. It was supposed to retail for about $129. It was geared towards enterprise, and it was basically a Bluetooth speaker that you can use through Skype. I don't actually know what happened to this device, but presumably it got canceled. And to be honest, I don't think it was anything absolutely amazing. It was basically a Bluetooth speaker that was sort of just geared for Skype. It had cool microphones on it, rechargeable, and you can move it around with you. I don't know what actually happened with it. We'll have to wait and see if they're going to actually release it. But like a lot of things with Microsoft, it might have been cut. Would you recommend updating the Lumia Icon through the Insider program? And when should I do that? So this question is actually more about Verizon, whether or not it's gonna offer the Windows 10 mobile update. So if you have a Lumia icon, should you wait for that update or should you just go with the Insider program? I think you should just go with the Insider program. I don't know what Verizon's plans are for the icon, but because of their past, I wouldn't necessarily bet on them doing the update. If you go with the Insider program, you're going to not only get the latest version of Windows 10 Mobile, but you're going to get the version that's on the Lumia 915XL. So why not install it? A lot of people are having a lot of good success with it, including on the Lumia 930 and the Icon. In fact, you can go into our forums and just read other people's experiences with it or quiz them and see what they think. But yeah, I think you should go with it. This is basically the final release. Now, there is that question about firmware. But we don't actually know if there is firmware coming with this to optimize for Windows 10 Mobile. There could be, but we don't know at this point. So you can just go get the update. If they do release the firmware, you can just basically exit out of the Windows Insider program now, take the firmware update, and hop back in the Insider program. That update actually came this week, so there's really no risk to this. Are the Mozo cases for the Lumion 915 XL holding up to daily use since your first unboxing video? It's a really good question. I don't have my Mozo case with me today, but yeah, I've been using it for the last six weeks on both the XL and the 950, and I've had no issues whatsoever with it. True, the white one can get a little bit dirty if you put it in the right environment. After all, it's just leather and it's white, so sure, it could pick up dirt, but you have to be pretty conscious about doing that. For instance, my jeans had some color rub off onto it. Now it just rubs off, no issue there, and I think that's to be expected. As the actual quality of the Mozo case, I've had no issues. There's no cracking, no creaking, if there is creaking, you can, of course, solve it by just jamming a little paper in there. But most people have had very good success with it. You can go into our forums and read people's experiences with them. But the reception has been very good. Now, this raises another question regarding demand. Mojo's obviously having a very difficult time meeting that. So if you placed an order a few weeks ago, you probably still didn't get it. You can count me in in that boat as well. And that's unfortunate. I did hear Microsoft stores were supposed to carry these so you could just walk in and buy them. But if you order it direct from Mozo and you still have to wait a month, it does say something. I don't know exactly what happened here if they just didn't anticipate this much demand. Obviously, even Microsoft's having a difficult time selling the Lumia 950 and XL and keeping up demand with those as well. So this is a definitely a tight supply issue. It's unfortunate, but I think they are worth the wait if you're committed to both of these phones. So that does it for this week's episode. Remember, if you have a question, use hashtag AskDanWindows on Twitter or use our email, AskDan at WindowsCentral.com, and maybe we'll pick yours. Thanks for watching. Take care, everybody.